0: What is up, guys? Welcome to the Meeting of Podcast. I am Ace. This is RB3. And this is the podcast where we talk about your favorite movies and the directors and the deeper meaning within their films. Mm. And now we're doing things a little bit different. Once again, we're going to be talking about Jordan Peele's Us, which just had a massive box office weekend over this weekend. Had an incredible opening weekend. And we're going to talk about it in a very long-form discussion format well it won't be that long but it it definitely will be a little bit more in depth we're going to be talking about spoilers so if you haven't seen the movie i'm sorry unfortunately we are going to spoil it we're assuming you have seen it and we're going to be talking a little bit more about it um i hate uh going on youtube and seeing you know explained explained videos I, i hate that i don't know why i feel like there's certain
1: things that we should just you know. title this one, The Meaning of Us, Explained. Yeah, <laughs> please don't. Like get us those views, man. We need those views. Yeah, people People always do. Like, I've seen that for, like,
0: movies. <laughs> like, for us, I kind of get it. Yeah. But for, like, movies, like, I don't know, like, Captain
1: Marvel, explain. Uh, it's like, nah, explain nah, what? Nah. But you know what I do like? I like that channel, New Rockstars, because they give mm. you, like, the, the Easter eggs of, like, all the, like, the Marvel movies New and Rock stuff stars like that. New
0: Rockstars goes hard, Yeah, they're they hard, man. My man, they, Sam Basher.
1: They they put the in, like, glass. an hour of, like, straight up, like, looking at every little detail. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm everything. Like, they dissect that's... that shit. And they, they come with the actual, yeah. like, references. Man, I, you know what's crazy, man? I, I, I love that channel. And I love, sometimes I'll be seeing Sam Bashir on that shit, too. And I, I like that dude, like, a lot. So sometimes I'll, like, go on Twitter and, like, like low-key still maybe some something he might have said in the video. And then, like, he doesn't follow me. Not still, but, like, I might be inspired by something he might say. And then, like have a different interpretation of it you know but then like he doesn't follow me on Twitter but sometimes he'll just like like my tweet you know oh <laughs> nice I'm just like no but I don't know I don't think it's nice I want to follow back yo Sam Basher if you're listening I'm a big fan please follow me back on Twitter I'm not stealing your content I'm just I'm inspired by you bro I'm inspired yeah, see, see that's the
0: thing bro yeah. like SourceFed Nerd man yeah he's on SourceFed yeah SourceFed yes RP yeah, big source-fed nerd. I used to love watching Sam Basher on yeah Mod Garrett as well on Ma- yeah, yeah they were great she's
1: they on New Rockstars too now though that's right yeah they yeah. do great Great breakdowns and yeah, man. R- R- I saw you. I saw Yolanda on there too recently. Oh no way! that's Yeah, up. yeah. I know we had some beef like in the past, like. But oh. I don't. I don't have. I, like I don't that. have personal beef, you know, if anybody.
0: Hey man. Hey. If we. I
1: mean, if we can. It wasn't. Food. It wasn't beef, but we had an exchange on Twitter once. So. Oh, that's right. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. You, you had it on stage with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> anymore. That doesn't count. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Follow me on Twitter, y'all. Director RB3. Yeah. Uh, you know I'm. I'm <laughs> I <laughs> have war with everybody, yeah. everybody around. And also, that's what
0: you do, man. Hey, man. I, I I honestly, it. bro, there's like 10 tweets that I was going to send out like two days ago or three days ago <laughs> just about stuff that it will offend people. And yeah. every time I'm like, I'm going to press send or tweet, yeah. and I don't do it. Because oh, I'm man. like, bro, I can't, I can't handle it, bro. Nah, it's good I you have that filter, I man. I wish
1: I had that filter, bro. I can't, I
0: can't do it. <laughs> like, I was going to go on a rant about Zack Snyder. Oh, I was gonna oh what with, with the stuffy I'm, I'm team Zack Snyder I'm with Zack
1: Snyder too yeah I'm with Zack Snyder too but most people on our Twitter everybody hates are, Zack Snyder they are like how no like, Yo, dare you
0: so I'm just yeah. like how okay. dare
1: you change your character just a little bit oh my god yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. not like we haven't and then seen they eight celebrate. other Batman yeah. exactly <laughs> and then they
0: celebrate like the, the <laughs> complete changes of a Marvel character or something yeah, it's yeah like, bro, let's chill fam
1: yeah I do you know what I'm not gonna lie I do I do rock a little bit with Snyder nah Get the backlash. I do get the backlash because what he said was kind of arrogant. But yeah. arrogance aside, like, he did make a pretty decent point. like, yeah. And he wasn't drunk like during what, that video. <laughs> yeah, and what WB did to
0: him is, like, probably, it's going to go down in history. It's, like, the shadiest. I'm telling you, man, I want to see that documentary so bad. The Justice League, Zack Snyder. Yeah. You got to make it, bro. You got to make I, it. I honestly might might make it. Um, yeah. I just want it to be better. So I'm just like, bro, I don't know if I'm good enough. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah, I want it yeah. to be, like, top notch. I want it to be yeah. Oscars and stuff. Because I, I, I'm telling you, man, that is probably one of the shadiest things I've ever seen. And I know a lot of people talked about it on different media outlets and stuff, but the way I interpreted it and the way I saw it, I was like, yo, how come people don't open their eyes to what's going on Mm. And, and, and take off your lens of like hate Snyder, hate Snyder. If you take it off for a sec, you realize they just like... Tr- almost like single-handedly ruined this guy's career after he just lost his daughter, and just spit all over it. Hired a guy who did who did Avengers. Tried to copy Avengers formula. It, it was just awful. Like everything yeah. they did to it was just to me like, I think Zack Snyder has a little bit of a right to be a little bit arrogant and a little bit brash. Yeah. Well, I mean, as I just feel like yeah. WB just pulled up like and slapped, him, slapped around. him around <laughs> and then and then they were like, we're trying. Whoa. He tried something different and, and it didn't work. Sujahara was like pushing so hard to push that release date that they didn't want to push it back. Mm. And, and, and for, this, for the for the bonuses, for the bonuses.
1: Yeah. And
0: it turned out to be the lowest, the lowest box office for any DC movie. Mm. It,
1: I'm telling you, man, I like I can go on rants about it. So I, I mean, work. I listen, I respect Snyder. I do. I do. I, I do. I see the backlash, but at the same time, it's like, give him a break try something different he tried it didn't something work. different yeah, like, but at least he tried. That's something we're not going like, to get
0: in Hollywood forever. Yeah. <laughs> now everything's going to be the same. The same, yeah, yeah. But he get tried. ready.
1: But, hey, it is what it is.
0: And speaking of making things different and yeah. making things original. Yes, sir. Um, the biggest opening for an R-rated original movie or an R-rated original horror movie.
1: Yeah, R-rated original movie. Yeah. R-rated original movie. And then third for a horror movie in, in total, I think. Third right.
0: for horror movie. It just it had a $71 million opening box office weekend. Um, Massive success Jordan Peele has created uh, a world within a world in the sense of Following up get out and something that everyone wants to talk about with us Another movie that everyone wants to talk about regardless of their feelings on it People still want to have further discussions on it And that to me is just the biggest tell of someone who's creating a legacy already just with two films man, like Mm -hmm. this is something on a different level, on a different scale, what Jordan Peele is succeeding at doing. And he's doing it for all audiences. He's doing it for everyone. He's like the, 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 the people who go see us is, is anyone who's a horror fan, anyone who wants to see original content, anyone who just wants to see a good movie. That's what's great about this type of uh, success in Hollywood is the fact that this is the type of movie that everyone can celebrate because it's original, because it's new, because it's different. And because there's so much to dissect, there's so much to talk about and to get interested in. Uh, obviously, we did our review on the channel. If you want to check it out, go check it out. Yeah,
1: First Cut, uh, our First Cut for the for the people listening on iTunes and Spotify, the Collider Factory YouTube, uh, I'm sorry, the Collider Factory iTunes feed. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, please check out our channel, First Cut we're in the process of building we have almost 300 subscribers if we get to that 1000 mark we can start monetizing our videos start getting some ads in that mode, you know what i mean um <laughs> so yeah go ahead and subscribe but yeah I mean, we did we, we didn't we, yeah, we 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 did we are here we are here <laughs> bro <laughs> making content um so we did we did we did do a, a, a review not spoiler review and to
0: kind of condense it you know give us your condensed feelings uh, obviously we both enjoyed it but you're yeah yeah
1: i mean I, I really dug it i thought it was dope i i really enjoyed it That's my favorite movie of the year so far, and um, in the review I was a little hesitant because I didn't really have the themes locked down that I think I did. But after more, after moisturizing, uh, you know, we we shot that on Friday, we put it out on Sunday. But by the time Sunday rolled around, I think I actually like pieced together like everything that I thought about the movie Mm -hmm. in terms of like the deeper meaning, you know, and what it had to say. And then I I just had a problem initially because I think it said so many different things. I didn't know if it had like a clear track to what it was saying. But now that I've Thought about it. I've sat on it. I think I have a very clear understanding what the meaning of that movie is. Yeah, and, and, and I'm, I'm gonna
0: ask you in one sec. But before I do, I yeah, what's your thoughts? I, I definitely, oh, I, I I definitely feel like even as just a straightforward movie, mm-hmm. as just a, a, an a, an apocalyptic spoiler alert, apocalyptic, uh crazy, weird, you know, sci-fi horror movie. Right. It, this movie stands up on its own. It doesn't need to have layers and layers and layers i i think that's just icing on the cake with the cherry on top mm-hmm. i think just as a as a you know thing itself as a movie itself it just yeah. stands on its own as being a really cool like sci-fi horror movie with it with an interesting concept an original concept and and an interesting perspective and in pov with lupita Nyong'o's character
1: yeah
0: um so that's kind of my my thoughts and opinions because i really do feel like i don't want people to think that this movie is 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 simply good just because of what it's trying to say. No, I think no, that makes no, it better. I think yeah. as a movie as a whole, it's just a horror movie. It's great. It, yeah, yeah. It stands no,
1: on an execution standpoint, yeah. it was is honestly probably one of the better horror films. Honestly, probably the best horror film I've seen in the past few years. I mean, uh, you know, you like Hereditary a lot. I, I, I like I like Hereditary a lot too. Uh, I think this movie is going for something very different though, and I mm-hmm. really appreciate what they were going for. And this. Uh, a lot too, but yeah, I I think on as a movie is great. I think as as a deeper meaning thing to me, it, it's it even like, better. It's even better, yeah. and I think you know that to me is honestly what puts Get Out above the fray for me as as the film that it was was how much it had to say and how well it said it. I think this movie has a lot to say, and I think it says it uh, almost, almost just as well, if not better. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, I, and I really want to make something clear, and I keep telling everyone around me who's having questions about this movie, that's a good thing. Having yeah. questions is good. Having questions mean you're interested. That doesn't mean it's plot holes. I think people like using that word so much. Yeah, people yeah. keep saying plot yeah. holes, plot holes, plot There is what plot holes. I'm. I'm. I'm, I was gonna put a gif of me like looking under couches and stuff. Like where where the plot holes at? Mm Because I don't see any plot holes. I just see questions that are unanswered. Mm -hmm. I just see potential. Scenarios that we don't know what would happen if what would happen if this what would happen if the under the tether did this or the tether I don't know, but it doesn't mean it's a plot hole. Yeah, so I I really want to make people Understand that concept of like unanswered questions you fill in the blanks I love that type of storytelling because it lets me take control, be in the driver's seat, and just kind of maneuver around this world that Jordan Peele yeah. is building.
1: Honestly, I think if there's one complaint to this movie to be had, and I think it's my only complaint in the movie, is I wish they would have told us less. <laughs> I wish they would have, I wish the ending would have been but more ambiguous. But think about everyone's complaint. I know, but I people are stupid. To, right? yeah. cops, we talked yeah. to cops outside. Yeah. And I
0: told him that he's like, oh, I don't want so much exposition. but it's like the irony that he doesn't want so much exposition, yeah. but that the audience is like begging for more
1: exposition.
0: Mm-hmm like you can't please anymore. yeah you just can't please i think this had yeah. the correct amount of exposition that's how that's yeah. how i feel exposition
1: about it. yes correct amount i think definitely i think the ending the twist i think you didn't need to explain that i think that's sure. where to me i was like okay like i think we get it you, yeah, yeah i think we should we i think we, i think everybody in the audience thought that she switched when she was young you know mm-hmm. so i think for for that purpose it and at least it would have feel like like 20 30 plus years of like people debating is it is she really the real person or is it not but now i do think there is a great theory that people are discussing a little Tell me. less but, Tell I, me. but a lot a lot of people aren't the jason aren't, 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 theory the jason theory Jason think, pluto yeah the boy is actually uh was switched about it the the last year they went to the camp um i actually dig that theory a whole lot i think there's a lot of Break merit it to down it for me for
0: someone who doesn't know for
1: someone who doesn't know okay so the whole theory is that at the end of the movie when um, the the son Jason looks at the mother played by Lupita Nyong'o. What's her actual name? Abigail? Or? A- A- Adeline? Adeline. Adeline. Um, when she's looking at, when he's looking at Adeline and he's, you know, he's sus- he's suspicious of her. The reason why he's suspicious is because he realized that she is actually uh, the flip version. She was, she she she's the actually in flip version the entire time. But I think the, the theory is that he is also flipped, so he knew it the entire time. Like, and there's a lot of the, a lot of the evidence to support that theory is a the first scene when she does the snapping and the snapping is offbeat. A lot of people use that as a clue to her being you know the switch. But when you look at him, he's actually on the same beat that she's on. Like so, she he's on the tethered beat. When you watch, and you can look in the car in the car. Yeah, and even when you watch the when you watch the trailer, when she's snapping, and she's doing this. He's rocking at the same at the same thing. They're almost like both from coming from that like tethered off rhythm perspective. You know. Uh, also, when they're on the beach, when they're literally on the beach and the girl does the cartwheel and like fucks up his like sandcastle, he's not building a sandcastle. He's actually digging a tunnel like as if he wants to go back, you know. Uh, plus, he he has that magic trick that he doesn't. He has that magic trick that he he used to know before, but for some reason he doesn't know it now. But then the the reason why his counterpart is burned is because he keeps trying to do it because his counterpart actually does know how to do it. and He ends up burning his face off of it wow, you know, the kid doesn't, the, the, our, our version doesn't, you know? So I think there's a lot of evidence. Like People, people really like this theory, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't it. like it uh, personally. Why Why don't you like it?
0: Because I don't know, man. I feel like it adds. The kid's a
1: little off-center too, just to begin
0: sure, with. Sure. You know? I think it adds like an unnecessary wrinkle to the wrinkle that we are, or an unnecessary twist to the twist. Mm. Like then my, my question to you would be like, who did that? Why would they do that? Why would they switch him? Um, my second question would be that the scene at the end is kind of empty now because he looks at his mom like, you're different. Mm-hmm. Then what does that mean now? Well, she
1: would be a different mom than, But if, if,
0: if they're both tethered, then they're...
1: Well, no, the tethered...
0: I the feel like kind of takes that the little tethered, bit away from that.
1: The, the real mom is actually her, is actually the kid's real... You know what I mean? I, I guess I'm not explaining that right. But the, the original mom, the original sure. Adeline is actually the biological mother of that Jason. So then what we see is a human Jason and uh what we see at the end is actually a human Jason but a clone mom, you know? Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So so like he's actually he's actually human like his father and like um and, and and like his his sister. But uh but because because Adeline's not I guess technically the sister isn't a real full Human being, either she's half clone because her mom's half clone, you know. Uh, that's but true. he's he's actually a full full. He's actually his mother, his biological mother is actually the original Adeline. Mm. So that's why he's a little like mm-hmm. that's why he's a little weird, and that's why he always wears the mask because he's trying to hide the fact that he's uh, he's different. You know, he's trying to hide the fact that he's not the same son. Mm. You know. Yeah, I mean, you
0: can also argue the connection that he has with uh, Pluto. And, and yeah, yeah, a little, yeah, stronger yeah. Than It's stronger than the other stronger than the others, exactly, exactly. You can also my, my buddy told me last night That that when he when he, Before he tosses the match He's snapping uh, on beat uh, uh, The the Pluto version of him yeah. The burn version of him mm. When she gets out of the van And is ready to hit him uh, Right before he drops the flame Into uh, the car To blow up the car Yeah And he's actually snapping on beat uh, um, uh, I don't know if you caught that Yeah, I caught that, yeah Yeah um, that's that's very interesting. It's an interesting theory. I, I don't know. I'm I'm sure it's probably true. Just because yeah. I feel <laughs> like people have predicted it already, yeah. and I feel like that's kind of what Jordan Peele wanted people to do is to yeah. find stuff that's not there, mm-hmm. because like you said, the Adelaide twist is like on the nose and yeah. super yeah, on so the nose. Knows, yeah. That maybe he wanted to add a second twist that's a little less on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I can understand that. I feel like that adds a, a second wrinkle. Mm-hmm. But uh, but w- one thing I definitely want to talk about is. Obviously, the themes in the movie, but before we get to that, I, I kind of want to talk about the exploration of the world. I, I love this because this is something personally that I got from the movie is the fact that you can let your mind e- explore once they officially confirm that this is an apocalyptic movie. I told you afterwards, I said that as soon as they reveal that this is happening everywhere and not just to them, mm. like, you know, the turn on, they turn on the TV and... Mm. Um, it's that scene where um, Winston Duke's character Gabe is on the phone, and I'm with the police, and he's like, "Why are the police still on hole? This, this is weird. Like, mm. why can't they just answer?" And then it clicked, and they're like, "Wait a minute, is this happening everywhere?" Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then they turn on the TV and they realize this is an apocalypse now, because right. it's an apocalypse movie, because it's you know something that's happening to everyone, mm. all over America, right? right. And not okay, necessarily the world, but. Yeah all over the United States, which still makes it kind of an apocalyptic movie. Mm -hmm. Um, As soon as they announced that, my mind kind of has fun because I get to explore different scenarios and different movies or stories that can come from like what's going on in New York or what's going on like in a military base. Like how crazy would that be? Just guns everywhere and scissors flying everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like how epic is that in, in a sense like in a sense like that. And that's the kind of stuff that you get from like Walking Dead or Mad Max or certain apocalyptic movies that let yourself, exp- let your mind explore what the solution of the problem is going to be or what is the world going to become after yeah. this happens. Or what's
1: just happening to everybody else besides the characters. Like mm. I wonder what other stories like are being told. Yeah. Like, you know, and what's going
0: to happen to Adelaide now that, you know, this is who she is now. I mean, she's the, kind of the only one who can communicate with with the tethered and, and can can you know tell them to like stop what they're doing or change what they're doing or whatever it is. Like she's the one key to like stopping the apocalypse now. And I thought that's such an interesting point of view because she becomes um the original Adelaide Red. Yeah.
1: Well she's always been that the entire time. But sure. But yeah. the original Adelaide
0: Red becomes the leader or the god of, of yeah. the tethered. Mm-hmm. And now she can be the leader and the god of this new on above ground tethered and stuff like that. I I thought that was very interesting because I was like, oh, yeah, she's kind of the key in both senses of the word. So I I just find that completely fascinating in a world-building type of scenario. Mm. Um, But thematically, RB3, that's kind of the big key in this movie is like what this movie is trying to say we We tried to figure that out a little bit on Friday in our review, but you have a lot more opinions and thoughts than I yeah I want to hear it r b three let me yeah. know well I just
1: I think I figured it out man. I mean, what you said in our review is i think with the on a personal level is what the film's going for you 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 mentioned that it's about the demons inside of us facing facing off against the people, the internal evil um and I think that's a very that's a very that's a very not common theme, but that's a theme that that is very cinematic and, and inherently, you know, that's something that we see in a lot of, like I said in the review, a lot of early Hitchcock movies and a lot of films. A lot of films kind of deal with that. Um, so I think is a very, I think that's very much what this film's going for. Um, but it's also on another level, on another level, on a more, per, on, I guess, on a more meta-textual level, on a more, on a larger film scale. A lot of times when we see in horror movies, it's the fear of the other, right? It's mm-hmm. the fear of like what we don't know it's the fear of the monsters it's the fear of the creatures it's the fear of something we're not familiar with and that's usually a bigger political category for like fear of people we're not familiar with pe- fear of like foreigners fear of, of all that stuff um whereas this movie it kind of flips it kind of flips that and it's like we should be afraid of ourselves as a people we should be afraid of who we are because we cause the most damage uh to to the, to the world to the country uh and I, I think that's a big theme i think I think I think on a political level I think this movie is about how Americans kind of intervene into different into different places into different countries into different uh governments and be like hey we're here we're the boss now you know we're we're going to take over we're going to rule that's colonialism 101 you know that's imperialism 101 and that's what we are doing in places like Afghanistan Iraq Syria all these like uh, uh, international middle eastern places we because somehow we became like the world police. We just kind of like sit there and kind of occupy shit, you know. So I think that's 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 one of the big things. But I think that's one of the things. But I don't know if you're gonna comment on that. But I do think there's a bigger, broader, central thing that he's going for here. But I don't know. What
0: What do you think about the fear of the other on on a more you know political American political system aspect mm-hmm. of identity politics, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. fear of uh, the left, fear of the Trump voters the right fear of the crazy lefties or or you know, whatever that may, yeah. that extreme may be, or even just on a on a, you know, Trump one oh one level fear mongering one oh one as far as yeah. like anyone
1: trying to get into this country or like shit countries, shithole countries yeah. or poor people. Yeah, Mexicans See, that's, now that's where I think black people that's where I think that's where I think the, the overall movie is going for I think the overall yeah. the, the biggest I think the biggest message of this movie is the bottom of the country the bottom one. you know the bottom 99% the bottom the poor the 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 disenfranchised the marginalized people rising to the top and taking over and that fear of that you know mm. I think that's what the movie's really addressing I think it's about how people <coughs> excuse me how the tethered are so poor they're eating like rabbits. That's all they have to eat. They're so uneducated they can't even speak words. That's a reality for a lot of people in this country. That's a reality for a lot of um, black people in this country. That's a reality for a lot of Mexicans in this country. But it's also a reality for, you know, and I think the movie communicates this and and in and, 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 and that same way. But it's also uh, the reality for a lot of white people in the country too. There are a lot of poor white people in this country. But because we are so pinned to like what race, you know, like, because there's this whole thing of racism, it, it's a big distraction from what we interpret as what poor means and what privilege means. But honestly, like there's, you know, th- there's a lot of poor white people out there. There's a lot of poor black people. But the common trick is that the the the, the rich people pin, pin the poor whites and, and the poor blacks together and yeah. they blame each other. when I mean, really... Honestly, the the divide isn't between black and white; it's between the rich and the poor. You mm-hmm. know, and I think that's what this movie is really coming out to say, and I think that's why. But that's, having having that self reflection, seeing in yourself that the evil uh, in ourselves is, is really the, the the thing here.
0: And that's also a comment on capitalism, right? Yeah, I, mean, I, I think this movie has a lot to say about capitalism and how and how people can live so rich and on different scales and, mm. and other people can, can live so poor and basically almost underground and almost... Yeah, other, literally underground. Literally yeah. underground and otherworldly and seems mm. so foreign and so bizarre. And so, right. like you said, like not even speak and out of this world kind of scenario. Right. And the fact that we, we think we live in this you know utopian society where everyone can succeed and everyone has the exact same opportunity it's like immobility. a meritocracy yeah yeah if if you, like, if you pull everyone, yourself
1: up by your bootstraps you exactly. will be able to get to the top but.
0: and it's all you know a
1: lie essentially yeah it
0: really is yeah and 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 capitalism has this aspect of pointing the finger at other people and not allowing other people to succeed because we see them as creatures essentially
1: mm-hmm. we don't mm-hmm. even see them as human right 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 and i think that's what i think that's what this movie um, pretty straightforwardly addresses, and I think that's the biggest piece of. It. And I think there's also, you know, I think the whole incorporations of the tunnels too. I think that the tunnels are are uh, are a reflection of you know the underground railroads that we see back in the in, in the old slavery times, right? How the underground the underground railroad was was intended to um, help set the poor the poor the uh, the, the 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 black slaves um, transport them from the segregated south. And bringing them up to the free land in the north, you know. So that's kind of, you know, uh, I think the, the underground tunnels is a reflection of that underground railroad kind of system too. And then that movement, that migration from the south to underneath the poor, and then bringing it up to the top, to the free land, to the rich, and kind of making your claim there, staking your claim there.
0: Yeah, I, I also kind of want to talk about uh, on a more like you know, film level, mm-hmm. type of conversation about like questions of like who speculation because speculation mm-hmm. is great um who created the 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 tethered and when did they create the tethered and and i know red mentions that the the reason why they did it is to control the people above like mm-hmm. puppets as she mm-hmm. says that's literally a quote mm-hmm. where she says you know to control everyone like puppets right and it's the concept of like who's really controlling who is the tethered controlling a the people above or is the above controlling the tethered Mm -hmm. are they are they doing the things they want to do like do we have this illusion of like free will or are we going and playing our roles right to to the beat of whatever the tethered are doing
1: right i mean i think like who controls who the whole question right 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 i mean i think that's i think i think that's a big question that the movie poses and i think that's what um, I think ultimately, I think they're saying like the government is behind the, the cloning, right yeah, I, think, and, I, I and don't know if they say that, that in the film, but I think that's where it's hinted. yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: it feels that way, right uh, and and it feels like the the reason they want to control people like pu- puppets is is so we can keep fighting each other and we can keep blaming each other for yeah. our issues instead of, you know blaming ourselves and,
1: but you know, I think ultimately what the movie's saying is you know mm-hmm. is you know the te- is the tethered and the non-tethered neither of them are really doing the controlling what's really doing the controlling. Is the government, and I think also to a bigger level, the media too. Like I think the movie has a has a media message in it. Like we see the opening scene with a young Adeline watching the TV and being inspired to do the whole uh, her whole apocalyptic future event by seeing a commercial on TV of the uh, of the of the Hands Across America. Um, And I I, I I saw an interview with Jordan Peele talking about the Hands Across America thing and how. That was a uh, 1986 commercial that he saw on MTV back in the day, and how that and how that how that commercial in and of itself is such a reflection of the of the brightness and the and the kind of positivity that the America was like kind of portrayed as, but really during the Reagan era, shit was just getting worse and worse for poor people, getting worse and worse for Black people. We saw and during during Reagan's presidency. Presidency, we saw the highest spike in and unemployment, the highest spike in homelessness, um, and and a biggest drop in like healthcare coverage amongst the people. So really, it, Americans were not in a good spot during the eighties. And that's that's why I get frustrated with this whole '80s nostalgia thing that keeps happening now. Mm. I know it's a little bit of a tangent, but I really get frustrated with this whole thing of like, oh, we got to celebrate the '80s, and oh, we have to like, and the Stranger Things, and I love in Stranger Things they have like the vote for Reagan sign there, and people are like, oh, that's good Easter there I remember when I was a kid, like, oh my God, like, the, this Reagan literally uh, is trying to destroy the lower class, the, the 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 lower to middle class, you know? Well, you, but, you know,
0: but, I, I, <laughs> that's a that's a tangent that I don't want to go. On. Yeah, on I, I can go on and say the reason why is because the people who are controlling not controlling Hollywood but the people who kind of make these are 40 year old white dudes I've said that for years like, and I always get crap for it but it's true like 40 year old white dudes they're mm-hmm. like let's go back to the 80s because I remember when I was a kid Reagan, Reagan was the and first like, one to drop the bro, Make America Great Again do like, you know that? Yeah
1: Reagan, Reagan dropped the Make but, uh, America but, uh, Great Again what I'm again. saying is the
0: fact that <laughs> that's why we need diversity inside yeah. wh- be- behind the camera in front of the camera uh, press like movie mm-hmm. press like mo- that's the type of stuff we need so we we need people like you to point that stuff
1: out man Hey man that's what we um, gotta do but yeah keep going but yeah no i think i think that's why i think the ultimate thing is like this is how you know the impression that that this it the, left this media an impression, pres- impression on her yeah, yeah. yeah that she that she thinks this is the utopian america that has to, that it has to be it has to be everybody Doing that, and that's where I think. On a, if you go by what I, you know, what I, what, how I interpret the movie is like the uprising. The the way that our uprising is interpreted is through, through a media lens. Is like we have to all band together. We all have to join together. We all have to hold hands and make make a statement. But there's a lot more to that than just that. So.
0: Yeah. Um. Another question I want to ask, and it's questions that I love asking, and this is the type of stuff that I find fascinating. Is like, you know. How does the process work that Red conjured up? Is it, do you kill your, does the tethered or the shadow, I call them shadow, Mm. um, do the shadows kill themselves and then they hold hands? I think that's what it is, I think that's what it goes for. They have to kill themselves and they can't kill other ones. Because what I noticed is a little girl, um, Zora, her Mm. name is Zora, Mm -hmm. the daughter of Lupita Nyong'o and Winston Duke. Yeah. when, when the guy was saying get off the car get off the car she stabbed him in the leg and I was like mm. why did she stab him in the why did she just stab him in the throat like that's the first thing I thought hey. because I was like this is a horror movie like why isn't it like this crazy gory like throat stab hey. and I was like oh maybe that's very purposeful because there's that's gonna come back where the person who is that shadow is gonna come back and kill that guy because they yeah. have to kill the version of themselves and that's why Elizabeth Moss's character doesn't kill Lupita as well. Yeah, and just traps her up Well,
1: I think I think I think that I think that the movie implies that I think you you can kill other people But you have to kill your own version first first Yeah, because that's why I think because I think the reason I, I thought the same thing like why didn't she just stab the dude in the neck? But then I realized she didn't kill her other version, but meanwhile you see uh the husband the white husband trying to really go after that's uh, right and Winston the twins Dudes.
0: go after the kid yeah. yeah yeah but that's, that's after
1: that's after they already killed their counterpart mm-hmm. uh, but i don't know i don't know if that's true or not you know uh but i at least that's how i interpreted it but yeah, yeah i but yeah that's that's the genius of this movie like there's so many like tight details and i mean i mean i love the fact that like they also inherit the personality that mm-hmm. uh they're 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 soullessly copying um even with Elizabeth Moffat's character, like, in the beginning, she's like, oh, yeah, I, I totally want to kill my husband. Like, I totally want to murder him. And then, like, when she sees him being murdered, she's, like, laughing hysterically. You know? Like, I think those little details, like, yeah. really translate into making the, the movie have a lot more personality.
0: And it, it's also an interesting point, too. Like, we see... um Jason walking on the beach and he sees the guy with his hands ready yeah. to behold because mm-hmm. and then the blood dripping just, he, he already killed the, like he's, yeah. it almost seems like he's the first one right right like right he's right. the first
1: one to, he like he jumped the gun I guess right right because right. they're like
0: all right we're gonna do it tonight and this guy's like I'm gonna do it right now <laughs> right right
1: right and that Jer- that Jeremiah eleven I um, have it pulled up Jerusalem up right here. 11, 11. Oh, you go for it yeah
0: um and it says uh, it's really brutal it's yeah one of the, it's a very brutal Bible verse uh, I have it on my Bible app hey RB3. there it is uh, therefore thus says Lord, behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. Mm. Yikes. That's like a Rorschach quote. Yeah. Um, well, even Rorschach, Rorschach literally uses that. He does. In he does. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah he says, yeah. they're going to sc- look up to, to the sky and you know scream for my name, and
1: I'm going to look down and say, no. <laughs> uh, oh, no they're going
0: to look up to the sky and say, save me. And I'm going to look and down and I say, no. I yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. I love it.
1: Well, I mean, that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing of like worshiping false idols and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and putting money and self-selfishness over others.
0: That's exactly what it is. I mean, that's what Jeremiah, if you keep, because I read the whole thing. I read Jeremiah 11 uh-huh. um, last night. And, and it literally is about, you know, the people of Jerusalem creating false idols and mm-hmm. the Lord revealing his wrath, essentially. Right. Um, yeah, that's essentially what that is about. It's pretty brutal.
1: Yeah, super brutal. I think. Jeez, God. <laughs> <laughs> Take a chill pill. Guys, guys, guys. He's a cold motherfucker, man. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't say. You know, actually, I shouldn't say, man. I actually told my mom I was like, Mom, you can listen to this episode this week. <laughs> I told my mom so I was yeah. like, she doesn't want to see the movie, but old she, Testament guy. Yeah, yeah old Come testament guy. No, 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 yeah, definitely. Jesus brings love and light. Um, it's all part of it's all part of the test, the journey. Um but yeah, I, I definitely But that's a that's a verse that keeps coming up throughout the movie. And I think this whole the whole idea of having false idols and having uh, these uh and having these these false beings to worship also is inflective of these soulless beings that are the tethered, right? The, mm-hmm. the soulless people who are who who you know when when you see like the version of them in reality versus the version of them underneath. They're looking crazy. They're looking like insane. They're almost demonic. Demonic, yeah. It almost and,
0: seems like this
1: could also be a metaphor for like. You know, heaven, heaven in hell. and hell, yeah, right, or or, or even like earth and hell, earth and hell, because you know, even even that th- even that shot when she's like riding down the escalator, it, it really is like a descent down, a the descent into hell, hell. and yeah. with that orange cinematography that mm-hmm. like surrounds her. So, and it, then the version of yourself is 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 um, it's a demon, like you're, right. you're essentially fighting the demon version of yourself. Right, 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 and mm-hmm. I think that's that's really that's really potent and powerful. It, right. it really
0: is, and it's one of those things, man. That that. God, man, I, I hate to do it, but I'm going to do it, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, sitting down in church on mm-hmm. Sunday, mm-hmm. listen to my pastor. Yeah. Um, but he said a great quote. Um, he, re- he mentioned, he said so many times like Christians do this thing of like blaming demons from their problems. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's demons. Oh, it's Satan. Oh, it's the devil out to get me. When in reality, it's your own sin. It's your own like inhibitions and it's your own desires that get you in trouble and we have this bad tendency of saying oh the devil did it or the demons or whatever and we want to push blame on on the other and not put it on ourselves and when he said that i was like yeah that's deep that's Mm. deep and sure enough it came back to us (laughs) literally
1: the theme of us is that it's like not blaming what we see to be evil but blaming ourselves right 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 and i think that's a big part of it i also think that if i'm going back to a little bit of the media angle of it too but i think part of why the tethers look so looks so mad and twisted and demonic is because that's how the media really portrays a lot of poor people that's how the mm. media really portrays i mean you look at i mean honestly is there some accurate is there some accuracy to it yes i mean if you if you walk down downtown la 90 percent of the bums you're gonna meet are actually like kind of crazy and off off the rocks but yeah it's not their fault like it's the society kind of put put a lot of these people in a rough position. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you know, me living by downtown, I just see literally four homeless people on every corner. You know, but it's like, but it's the same thing. It's like that's how, that's how the media kind of looks at people of color. That's how the media wants to portray us. They want to portray us as mad. They want to portray us as as broke and as crackheads and as as violent animals. At the way that the tethers are but, people who and, don't want to be saved. Right. Right. Exactly. 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 And but. In reality, these people are looking for a way out. They're 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 twisted by madness because of the way they're put there, and that's how it's, that's how the clones are. The clones were put there. They're, that wasn't their fault, and that's how it goes. I you know honestly, and I want to address one one big people people think it's a plot hole. It's not a plot hole. People are like, how did the government make this many clones? And it's the easiest question in the world. Like all you have to do is make one, and they'll reproduce themselves. Like. If you have if you have if you have if you have not one, but if you you only have to create a finite amount, you don't have to do everybody on Earth. If you just do a couple, they're going to reproduce and those reproductions are going to have kids, offspring and offspring. They've clearly been doing it for over 30 years because we saw uh, the the 1986 flashback and then we go to today and that's and, and 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 they're still having clones. So there's generations on top of generations on top of generations that that happens for. So mm-hmm. it's honestly not that hard of a question to answer. That's why I get a little that's why I get a little frustrated people are like, oh, there's so many plow holes. Like no, they're not like hard plot holes if you really think about it. They're just it. questions that are not answered in yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I don't, I don't get what people want, man. People want to have
0: like a list. And so, and Jordan Peele to sit down on a couch and read it out. Yeah.
1: How did they make that many scissors? Who gives a fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like, bro. Chill. The scissors are an analogy for the duality. Yeah, the it's duality. the reflection. You know what I mean? Like there doesn't has to be an explanation for it. The metaphorical explanation is there it's also It's also interesting, too, because she said that they left
0: them whoever was was the the head or controlling nah, or right uh, red mentions to to Lupita's character that they left them mm-hmm. um to their own vices, essentially to just keep going on repeat until right. they discovered that she was an actual human with a soul right. and they made her, you know, the god of that of the tethered world, mm-hmm. which I find you know fascinating as well because you have the question of like, was it like a failed experiment that they didn't want to keep continuing on mm-hmm. and maybe that's why they left it and the fact that the the one human who has a soul is teaching the tether to kind of break free and kind of right. do free will and 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 to deliver themselves through violence which right. i find fascinating that's well, the one thing it's like violence is the key mm-hmm. to to your true purpose in life.
1: Right. Well, you know, th- there's a whole other interpretation in this movie that's about cultural appropriation, right? That's about how Americans kind of t- copy what other cultures do or what other um, nationalities do or what other ethnicities do and they kind of take that, make a soulless copy of it and just give it to the public, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's also another interpretation of the, the we're Americans line that we see in that movie is the the idea of cultural appropriation and taking somebody else's Culture and making a lifeless, soulless version of it.
0: Yeah, and, and I also think it's, it's, it's a very interesting point because I love the idea and the concept of what makes you who you are is is where you grew up or how you grew up. Mm. I, I think that's such an interesting concept. It's the whole concept behind Smallville. I don't know if you've seen Smallville. I've seen Smallville. I love Smallville, but Smallville is one of those things where it, it tells you that Superman is who he was or is who he is because of his upbringing, because of right. how he was raised. And if Superman was raised by Lionel Luthor, Lex Luthor's father, mm-hmm. then he'd probably turn out to be a massive asshole, too. Um, and it's that, and I love that concept. And they talk about it throughout, like, freaking 10 seasons of Smallville, which is insane. Um, and it comes back to, like, the concept of, like, the fact that, bro, freaking... Yaya um, homies, Lupita's parents in the movie. Uh, yeah, Yaya, I forget his name, but his name uh, is yeah, Yaya. The, the,
1: the dude from uh, Aquaman. And, yeah, and, uh, he's get, great. Get down to get down. Yeah, yeah. he's really freaking good. Oh, he's good.
0: great in that, in that part. Yeah, just yeah. for the small part that he's in, he was milking it. I yeah. love it. But him and his mom, I was thinking about it. It's like, imagine you're like, little girl is like a freaking demon that doesn't talk. Those yeah. are pretty good parents. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> if, if, if they turned out to like make Lupita Nyong'o, it yeah. actually turn out to be a, like a functioning societal, basically a normal person. And it's because of how she was raised. I just found that to be pretty interesting. The way they incorporated, you know, the psychiatrist said incorporate art, incorporate dance, talk yeah. to her, and, and, and be good parents yeah. to get over this issue. And essentially they raised someone that didn't have a soul to be a pretty good mother in a pretty functioning society. Kind of yeah. it kind of tells you the way you are raised and in the situations that you, you face when you like people who are born poor. Yeah, and all these see is, is poverty mm. Have a different outlook on life than people who are born into, you know wealth yeah. Like right, it really right, right. does matter how you are raised it, it makes a massive difference. Yeah, because no matter how um, You know great hurts five six years Red could have had the fact that she grew up in this crazy underground psycho world
1: turned her into a psycho. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's a good that's a good interpretation of yeah. it. I think that also kind of supports the Jason theory a little bit too. Like I think that supports a little bit of that, man. I mean oh, man. he was able to he was able to come back after a year and uh be just as normal year, as he though, was before.
0: Like Lupita had some time.
1: She you think she you think you think if any kid stopped talking for a year, that wouldn't be like the biggest red flag on earth, like I think Lupita got better within a year. Like, I think <laughs> people could pick up language in, like, three that's months, true, I, feel like. I, I feel like. I think people could pick up language in, like, three months. Yeah, but that, that's something that, that really stood out to me is the fact that,
0: you know, you have this question at the end of the movie. Is Lupita a good guy? Is she not a good guy? Right. And, and, I, and I kept going back to the fact, like, what is her motivation? Her motivation mm-hmm. is protect my family. That's all yep. that matters to her. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, she is kind of human. Yeah, she was a she, baller in, in that movie, too. Even if
1: she doesn't have a soul, she's a human. Yeah. Yeah, No. Nah. Peter Young a baller. She, yeah, uh, a lot of people, you know, I've seen on Twitter, rightfully so, been saying, you know, Hollywood hasn't been using Lupita right all these 100%. years. Uh, I definitely agree with that after seeing this movie. She's Oscar um, good in this that's, movie. That's the, that's the Oscar leading role, best mm-hmm. leading actress winner right there. Honestly, yeah. Um, and and they're love- not even they're not going to nominate her one because no. she's black too because she's. A woman three because she's a horror movie like she's already i mean not, best not, actress not, yeah oh i mean i guess the woman thing but one because she, she's a black woman and two because it's a horror movie like they're never going to give a yeah. black woman a best leading actress oscar and they're never going to give a horror movie a best leading actress nomination so yeah yeah, yeah.
0: i mean again I, I talked about it in the review tony collette i mean the fact yeah. that it's a horror movie is not going to get any kind of attention whatsoever yeah. but she's oscar good in this movie and i love how they show you those little details of like you start to question you're like wait a minute she likes killing a little too much something's a little off (laughs) with her
1: and they start to give you those hints Mm -hmm. Um, when Jason sees her kill one of those twins twins. yeah Yeah. yeah. (laughs) that was a a funny scene Um, but yeah no unless you're like bending over backwards for for Billy Bob Thornton uh, in a movie, you're not going to win a best actress uh, uh, thing if you're if you're a black woman So it's, that's definitely fighting against Pita there. Yeah, but I, I, I hope that they they overlook their biases and actually like something really cool
0: Yeah, something I also found interesting to kind of talking about the killing aspect of this movie too. the fact that you know Murder is played off so easily but in a situation where your life is at risk I really do feel like it's it's very realistic to to be faced with a life-changing situation and have to step up and actually murder, murder some somebody. people. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, very—it's very primal. It's very like you know when the world is going to crap. If you're if you're trying to protect your family, you're willing to like snap some necks and stab some. I people. I mean that's
1: what the whole purge the purge movies are all about. Like, yeah. I mean I've only seen. One three, I haven't seen the oh, last okay. two. Yeah, me too. One yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that, you were gonna say I've only seen like 20 minutes of the first, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: it's like, bro, you can't speak I've on actually, it. No, I've actually you watched can't speak all the
1: actually, I think that's a very underrated franchise. I think that's a very, I agree. I, I didn't see the last, the second one, one is the best. The second one's dope. The third one, I actually like the third one a lot too, though. The election year, I know it's a little cheesy because it was, like, cheesy. but hey, man, i fucked with that. I, I think that movie was like pretty dope, but I think the whole theme of that movie is like. I think, in, at least in all of the, the ones that that I've cared to like fully, fully enjoy, uh, all of the characters I've cared to fully enjoy, uh, a lot of the characters are those people who are like, oh, I don't want to kill anybody, I don't want to be involved in this. Yeah. Then they have to break out of their shell just to protect, you know. And the first one is Ethan Hawke with his family, and the mm-hmm. second one is Frank Grillo, and the third one, I think, a lot to that black family that's like holding down the liquor store. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, things like that, I'm really down for it. And and uh, something else
0: that that st- stood out to me is. is Obviously Lupita Nyong'o is incredible, but Winston Duke, man, yeah, I yeah. loved his he's character. He's great, man. He's great. I, I, just the fact that like th- that concept of like this goofy dad mm. is is gonna go ham. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like yeah. he's straight up like when put in a damn situation where he has to protect his family, you mm. bet he's gonna. Murder some people right, and stab right. some people, and the whole time I, I told you, I was thinking about him facing up against his friend, mm-hmm. um, the tethered version of his friend. And the yeah. whole time, I was like, Bro, you got like 80 pounds on this dude,
1: man. <laughs> you better snap. Yeah, his the neck, Duke. Bro. Yeah, that, dude, that dude's a monster. That dude's He's a monster. huge, man. Yeah, He's yeah. enormous. But you do, but you do notice that's that's a moment of character growth for him because it is the first, the first the kill, boats, he got, the boat yeah, kill, the boat, kill yeah, but that wasn't even intentional, like I, <laughs> that kill was clutch. But it was clutch. Though. That yeah, was, it was like
0: Michael Jordan, three yeah. seconds left on the clock, bro. Yeah.
1: But he was hesitant to kill his version at first. He, he was, was really hesitant to kill yeah. him at first, but he got it done, so... Um, that to me was dope. the most clutch thing. When he, I thought, the, when he hit his head on the thing, yeah. Because yeah, 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 I yeah. thought
0: for sure he was. I thought like, bro, this yeah. guy's way too light and fun and funny. He's gonna get massacred. Yeah. Like
1: you always assume, like. Yeah, the funny ones. The are funny d- one are is gonna, gonna die. Bad. <laughs> we'll see. That's you know. I even alluded to in our non-spoiler review. Um, they, it breaks a lot of the traditional horror tropes. It does, yeah. Um, and most and most family invasion movies, you at least lose like half of the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most. And, and the family lives in this the movie. The entire family that's lives. That's so cool. Um, I thought I yeah. think that's
0: one of the coolest parts of the movie. Yeah. And I know there's so many cool parts in this movie. But that to me, it's is just like on a on a like if you really take a couple steps back and you mm-hmm. forget about all the things we're talking about right now. And right. if I just see this movie with my family. We're gonna be like, yo, that's what's up. Yeah, like, yeah. yo, we we held it down, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we we us four, we could take on the world. Let's go. Like, mm-hmm. that's the kind of vibe that this movie kind of leaves you with. And as, as as dark and as dreary as this movie is, you still kind of walk away being like, yo, man, if they mess with my family, let's go. Like, I'm a, yeah. I'm gonna kill anybody. All right. And we're gonna take over the damn world. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Like, that's kind of the vibe it, it it left me with personally. I was like, man, this is a very pro family movie.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I
0: like that. I really do. I think that's one of the cool parts.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. And um, I, I also think the fact that we have uh, so many, you know, I, I I know a lot of people have been talking about it, but I, I still got to salute the fact that it's like some dark skin, black family, at the lead, the black person doesn't die first. In fact, the black person doesn't even die last. I guess technically the tethers do die first, so I guess the black first person is is black. (laughs) But whatever, it's themselves. Um, But the fact that it's it's, nice—it's such a natural part of the movie. Yeah, they don't even address. It's not even. And that's not a movie about like, whoa, you're black. Yeah, it's like doesn't matter. Yeah, you know,
0: we're a black middle class family, and you know. Yeah, we got five on it, man.
1: Yeah, they got five (laughs) on it. Yeah, I also gotta say the the interpolation of that song and the way they use that song is one of the most genius uh, film film. Michael Abels is his name. Yeah, Michael
0: Abels created an iconic score. Just the just the first shot with the rabbits, man. Yeah, I mean, oh the
1: anthem thing, yeah, the anthem,
0: the the the, yeah, uh, yeah, and then the beat kicks in, Mm. boom, boom. And you're yeah. like, oh damn! I don't know what this rabbit is, but I was vibing to the beat. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, nah, the rabbits, in. and you know, also um, that's another detail. The rabbits are apparent. Rabbits are apparently the first animal that the government successfully cloned so that's why oh, they are used in the. and it's also like a
0: population concept too right right and
1: they they there's they, so many they, rabbits yeah they yeah they they fuck a lot so yeah. oh, excuse me they have sex a lot jesus man <laughs> come on my mom's definitely not listening yeah, to this episode according the bible yeah <laughs> we, talked about church yeah no we've been we've been having a good time <laughs> here um but yeah no definitely it, yeah. that's 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 a big part of it you know yeah and it's the fact that you know rabbits
0: have like yeah massive population mm-hmm. no that, that's that's very interesting. Um, let's kind of close, give our closing thoughts on, on the themes of this movie and our thoughts on this movie and kind of what we walked away with the most mm-hmm. and what this movie means for... I mean, obviously, I don't think it's going to have the Get Out cultural impact. I, I, unless you disagree. Do you think
1: it's going to be Get Out level? I think we, so. I think it's already yeah. starting to starting to hit that. I mean, I, I feel it right now a little bit. Yeah, you know? people have been talking about it a lot. And I honestly think that, you know, even though... I think the thing is with Get Out, it felt so contemporary and it was such, you know, the thing with Get Out, Get Out directly addresses race. This movie does not directly address race. So people find the theme a lot less prevalent. Uh, and that was me. I mean, that was me. That's when I, even when I said in a review, I'm still unclear of what this movie actually means. It's because I guess I was still trying to look at it from a race angle. or from. Yeah. But I guess th- to me, the movie expands a lot a lot more outside of race, but a lot more about the general concept of America and capitalism and the divide between people um of you know in terms of wealth and inequality. um that's that's what I think overall the movie's going for. and it's it's a lot harder of a topic to swallow. I feel like so it's a harder appeal to swallow than just being about race. But you know, it, I also think it's a bigger concept. It's a bigger concept and it kind of makes it a little bit harder to get out was more shocking. I mean, get out, get out for for black people, get out was like, hey, this is a movie about us. For white people, it was like, oh my God, we're actually that racist. Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> you know yeah. right? So I think it was, it was a lot more shocking in that sense. I think this one is very contemporary and very current and very politically, and it has in very something political to say, but it's not the type of politics that you see on CNN and and NBC every day. Yeah. It's a different type of thing. So yeah, it's yeah. very it's very powerful. I but mean, I think I think over for me personally, I think over time, I think people will look at us maybe as the better movie than Get Out. I think over time, I think over time. Interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, I really feel like people are sleeping on this movie. If oh, yeah. if you if you felt. Mixed feelings. I, I recommend to rewatch it. I, I think this movie is is just bawling on so many different angles. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously on a cinematic angle,
1: yeah. but
0: in a thematic angle. But even like I said before at the beginning of this conversation, on on just basic sci-fi horror film angle, it's very it's very cool. Yeah, I, I, visually, I, visually,
1: this is probably one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. I mean, the the bow sequence was well shot. I mean, it was just the right amount of darkness with that. With those hints of light in there, I think the scene when when the kids backing up into the fire is honestly oh, one of the coolest like that's cinematic sick. moments yeah. like I've seen recently. Um, everything, I mean, almost it's it's almost kind of. I even thought this when I was in theaters. Like, damn, how can he just keep going from like one dope shot to another dope shot? Yeah. The whole the whole one tracking, the whole one take that happens when when the when the kid first says there's a family in the drive through, and then yeah. everybody kind of like gathers around in that one spot, and it's that like long take. Of, it's really good I, I watched an interview uh, with Jordan Peele too and he talks about that scene and he said that he wanted to make that very distinctly a one take because that's the first time in the movie that we start entering into like a real time kind of thing whereas the rest of the movie is like oh it's like this day it's later in the day you know yeah. whatever but this was the first time it's like no this is this is bro. This is this is the time that we're we're in right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, I mentioned it in the review, but Jordan Jordan Peele is so good at world building and just yeah. creating stories of like con- giant concepts that you can really. F- add more to it if you just give yourself to the movie and, and mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it and once again I highly recommend watching it guys and those are our thoughts on Us mm-hmm. let us know what you thought in the comments down below let us know what you think
1: on a thematic level what this movie is trying to say yeah.
0: and go over on First Cut subscribe, subscribe. give us a
1: comment yes. to, on, our,
0: on our Us review and yeah. let us know what you thought of the film
1: and uh, also our SoundCloud as well soundcloud.com slash the mini podcast uh, we upload our, our podcast that every week if you want to get our backlog I know it's a little confusing for the Clyde Factory friends because we just kind of randomly showed up on episode 67 (laughs) so if you want to go back and listen to our episodes before there's plenty of those on our soundcloud feed they're all there and it's all really great and also i would like to plug uh nothing related to us in particular but uh there's a great key and peel sketch where it's uh where where it's like a, a detective is like in a mirror i forgot what exactly the sketch is called it's like a, a detective is, like, looking through one of those, like, mirror houses in the same way that the little oh, girl no was in. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, uh, it's like, Key uh, is, like, the detective and Peele is, like, the dude is like, he's, like, if I wonder if you could catch me if you're looking in the mirror. And, he, and then Key puts a gun to him and is like, oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> kind of just blowing the cover. It's, it's a great sketch. You should check it out. I'm putting the link in the description.
0: Yeah. Anything Key Peele, you should watch yeah. right away. Either way, guys, for the Meeting of Podcast, I am Ace.
1: This is RB3. And we are peacing out. Peace out.